Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial Puzzle starts now. Well, thanks for joining us this week on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt here with you, ready to have a great conversation and chat once again today with Dan Capril. He is your local wealth coach and a certified financial planner here in Cincinnati and Dayton. Dan, thanks for joining us this week. How are you, sir? I'm great, Walt. How you been? Yeah, doing really well. Looking forward to uh, chat with you today. Lots Absolutely. of good stuff on the agenda. Show. Oh yeah, no, yeah. really, really good stuff today. So I hope everybody's enjoying the fall and uh, enjoy it while you can, because uh, Farmers Almanac says this will be a tough mm. one. So uh, be ready. And we're about to elect a president in just a few moments. It seems now, Dan. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's always interesting too. So although I will say this, the more that things change, the more things mm. stay the same. So. Um, no matter how it goes, no matter what your biases are or preferences, I should say, take heart in that things really don't change all that much. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, all the doom and gloom, no matter what side you're on, but just the doom yeah. and gloom. Isn't it like this every four years? We just oh, forget no, no, so quickly. Yeah, it definitely is. And we also sometimes forget how laws are created. Now, granted, this current administration has done more with executive orders than we've ever seen, unprecedentedly so. And unfortunately, uh, because we have 4-4 Supreme Court, he's probably been able to get away with more than he should, but hopefully that won't be the case going forward. But for the most part, I mean, laws are created by Congress and they passed by the president, and especially matters of spending of the purse. So no matter how it goes, just relish in the fact that we live in a country where the transition has always been incredibly peaceful as opposed to other parts of the of the world where sometimes the military decides who's president. <laughs> yeah. So, so if we, we take for granted, you know. We could be thankful for that, no doubt about Absolutely. it. And, uh, Absolutely. And we very well should be. So uh, good luck to, uh, to all the candidates and whoever you're uh, rooting for on Tuesday. And may yeah. we all unify and move along afterward and get back to a little bit more uh, decorum in our discourse. That's... Certainly one thing to root for. One can hope. (laughs) Well, we've got a lot coming up on today's show. We're going to be answering some of your questions here in a second. Nikki Early will be along. We're going to be playing the guessing game with Nikki. How do you really know how much money you're going to need in retirement? What about major purchases and inflation? All these things that you kind of have to just take a stab at when you're making a plan. Nikki will walk us through those decisions. And Dan and I will discuss the voices in your head, that voice of greed perhaps on your shoulder, and how you can identify it. All of that and more coming up on today's show, including Tales from the Tax Side, a little bit later on. If you want to submit a question to be featured on the show, go to quizdan.com. That's quizdan.com. And we've got one here from Gus to start things out this week. Gus in Covington says, We have two daughters in their mid-20s and will probably be paying for weddings for both of them soon. What's a good way to invest money for an expense like this? We'll probably need it relatively soon. We just don't know exactly when. Well, Gus, I first of all, I'm going to let you know I have some bias in this issue, and it's largely because I don't have any daughters. <laughs> so, but one of the things I want to emphasize to everybody out there is just the reminder that there's nothing in the Constitution that says you have to pay for your daughter's wedding. So, I just wanted to get that part out there. And and there are times where I've recommended parents not pay for their wedding if in any way it's going to impair them financially. I was recently at one. It was so over the top. It had to cost at least 200 grand. I was just floored by this. No thing. way. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, every detail you could imagine, imagine from the wine to, I mean, everything was just, it was like being in Las Vegas. And, uh, you know, I couldn't help but wonder, I would personally, if I was getting married, give me the 200,000. Heck, give me 100,000 and I'll go elope. But anyway, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I guess I'm showing my less than soft side. My, um, uh, my, my cousins did a wedding recently in Iowa and it was in a barn uh, and it was a bring your own wine wedding. And so there they, you go. They really saved money. And I actually thought you it see, was kind of cool because you had all these different, you had 50 different kinds of wine that got brought and you could try uh, different ones. And it was kind of ended up being kind of neat. No, 
no bar bill as a result. Yeah. I think that's a, uh, I think that's an absolutely brilliant way. And to there go. Was, anyway, that was and not there was Gus's my question. dad with his box wine. <laughs> <laughs> Someday we'll have a part of this show and we'll we'll talk about wine. One of my hobbies and is like in finances. I'm into the myths of investing and I'm also into the myths yep. of wine. So yep. I'll share some of those. But anyway, getting back to your question, Gus. If it's that soon, really, Gus, cash is your best way to go. I mean, you don't want to subject this money to risk. Now, if it's relatively soon, like within a year, then yeah, I mean, you know, put it in a bank account. If it's maybe 10 years out, which I get the feeling that's not the case, well, then you could potentially take some risk with the money. But, you know, the last thing you would want to do is get greedy and and put it in an equity portfolio for the short run and run the risk of the market going down. And now you have even less money. So, you know, it's it's hard to accept the, you know, measly at most 1% rate of return that your local banks will get. We use for our company and for my own personal cash reserves, I use an internet bank. It's FDIC insured, and there's a few of them out there. But what's neat about them is they do pay a higher interest rate simply because they don't have the same overhead. They don't have bricks and mortar and that type of thing. But I get a checkbook, I get an ATM card, I use my app to send deposits. And they'll even give you an, an ATM allowance. Like, I don't know, I've never used the ATM card. In fact, I don't think I ordered it, but I think you can use up to $15 a month in charges they won't charge you for. So if, if you go, because it's an internet bank, they don't have bricks and mortars, so they're not going to have their own designated ATM machine. So you'll definitely get a little bit more from those. And I don't want to endorse anyone in particular. All I would tell you is if you're going to look at, you can Google internet bank and make sure that have FDIC. But if we're, if we're really saving for the short run, then that's, you know, that's really what we want to uh, do is we don't want to take any any risk. But again, just getting a little bit back to this issue, though, of expenses and weddings and all that, just make sure, Gus, that um, your family operates on a budget on this thing because it's, it's an incredible industry. I mean, <laughs> I almost I laugh when I think of the simplicity of my own wedding 30 years ago. And now it's almost like if you don't have a wedding planner, which we had a wedding planner, it was called my mother-in-law. But now I guess you have to pay somebody to do that. It's, it's crazy. So just be mindful. Yeah. Look, if you have the means and that's what you want to do, God willing, go for it. But don't wreck yourself financially over something like a like a wedding. Your kids are very resilient. They'll do just fine if they have to figure it out themselves. Yeah, that's what we did. And uh, it worked out just fine. It worked out great, yeah. in fact. Had a great wedding. Yeah. It's about the people you're with, not about the uh, color of the silverware that you're using. Yeah, you know, and you know, funny too, just get a good photographer. That's probably the only thing I recommend people mm-hmm. maybe splurge yep. along because we got a horrible photographer. And, you know, I, I see our wedding picture every day as I get ready to go to bed and I just cringe because we don't have good photographic memories of that great day. That's uh, too bad. Because yeah. he, oh, it's just the worst photographer. <laughs> that's, ever, that's what we did. did. A fa- we did a family friend deal type of thing. You uh, know? Yeah. And so, you know, I always tell people, if you're going to spend money on anything, do it. Because that's what you're going to remember, you know, 30 years later. You're not going to remember a whole lot about what the entrees were, or even, frankly, what the songs were. You're going to, you're going to. It's the photos that you're going to see every single day. And if you can get, if you can get one who's good, it's worth paying a little extra to uh, to do that. So that was the spot we invested in. What we didn't Smart. invest in was a DJ, and that uh, yeah. that almost worked out. I had like crafted this perfect playlist for the dancing, <laughs> and I just plugged in the iPod and like let it roll. But then somebody touched the iPod, uh, and it threw off the timing of then the rest of the night. So, <laughs> so I, I would say invest in and it. To, it was a lot of stress putting that together, so Imagine. I would say let that <laughs> stay in the DJ's hands. Yeah, there you go. Give it to a pro. Yeah, exactly. Great question, though, Gus. We appreciate that one. We're going to move on quickly to another one here from Maria in Indian Hill, who has a great question as well. I have a catch-22, she says. I have some stocks that I really want to sell because I think they're too volatile for a retiree like me, but I'm worried about the tax bill I might create. So what's more important, reducing risk or keeping taxes low? Well, you know, let, let's do the math on this one, Maria. You know what the tax rate's going to be. I mean, chances are the high end on the gain, which is only on the difference between what you paid for and what it's worth today, is probably going to run you about 20%, right? You know what that's going to be. And in the history of capital gains taxes, that's reasonably low. But let's go back to 2008 when the stock market, you know, lost half its value. I mean, that was far worse than the capital gains taxes. So while you know I I talk a lot about taxes on this show, I refuse to let taxes be a reason for investing imprudently. And based on what you've described, Maria, that's exactly what's going on here. You definitely need to protect yourself against market volatility, in my opinion, more so in this case 
than, than taxes because you, you could identify it in the short run right here. So, you know, study the impact. I mean, get a real feel for what the true cost is going to be. But yeah, I mean, you know, one of the biggest mistakes retirees make is they don't understand the math of retirement. The math of retirement is a lot different than the math of accumulation. When you're retired, you're literally selling shares for income. And if your portfolio drops in value, you have to sell even more shares to get the same amount of money. Those extra shares, they're gone. The market can come back. You don't have those extra shares anymore. So weigh out the tax costs. You don't necessarily have to diversify the portfolio all at once. You might be able to do it over a number of years. But you clearly need to take that into consideration because volatility can really hurt you. I mean, I remember a few years ago having someone in my office who had 100% of his money in GE stock. And that stock went from 65 bucks a share to $8. I can only imagine what that did to his life. He wouldn't work with us. He would refuse to take any advice as it related to diversification. So don't be like that. You know, you want to have some of your favorite companies, fine. Keep it a relatively small percentage of the overall portfolio so you're not getting hurt by that type of volatility. Ooh, that's a lot of lot of allocation into GE stock, no doubt about it. Oh, my gosh. You know, but he, you know, he was coming off of the Jack Welch era where a bad year, the stock was up 20%. He, was in, he had worked there. And he felt, oh, you know, this is different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And an engineer should know better because engineers know what we mean when we say reversion to the mean. And when something's been doing 9%, 10% over its history as an average, and suddenly it's been in the last five years doing over 25%, something tends to bring it back to the, to the average. A lot to consider there, Maria. And if you want to get in touch with Dan Capril, maybe you're in a similar situation where you're weighing options, looking at different consequences that an action you might have to take in your finances, uh, looking at those different consequences that might pop up, reach out to Dan Capril and his team to talk maybe about them a little bit more in depth, see how they might affect your overall financial plan. 844-QUIZ-DAN is the number. That's 844-784-9326. 844-QUIZ-DAN. We're talking with Dan Capril. He is the president of Matson and Capril right here in the Cincinnati and Dayton area with offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. And I have one more question to throw at you for the moment here, Dan. This one's from Nick in Mount Adams. Nick says, our IRAs seem like they haven't made much money for the past two years. Is our broker just not paying attention to our accounts or what is going on? Well, Nick, obviously, I, I can't really give you a definitive answer on that, but I will tell you this. Markets of the last three years have been relatively flat. We need to understand that this is normal. You know, you're not going to get positive rates of return each and every year. Yeah, I know you want them, but it's not going to work. At best, at best, your advisor can say to you, look, statistically, there's a range of returns you're likely to get every single year. It's between, say, for example, minus 12 and plus 28. And every year, your rate of returns are going to fall within that range. And I have absolutely no idea year to year where you're going to fall within that range. I mean, that's that best what they can do. And if you know that going in, then I think when you have a year where you're flat, you don't necessarily have to then real think that you're doing something wrong. So everything has its level of volatility. We have to learn to accept it. And I know we don't like it, but it, you know, it's, it's like getting old and dying, you know, you don't have to like it, but it's, it's not going to change for you. But, you know, it's interesting on this one, Nick, because as much as you're probably disappointed with return, the biggest concern I think you need to have because you have money in IRAs is the long-term tax implications associated with that money. You know, here we are getting ready for a new election. I got news for you. In the next four years, no matter who wins, they're going to have to face a real problem. And the fact of the matter is that entitlement spending and the interest on our debt is eating up more and more of treasury revenue. And that's a major reason why we're going to continue to see the debt grow unless we do something about it. And if you're a politician, the way you do something about it is you raise taxes. So the money that's sitting in the 401k, the IRA that you're looking to accumulate, the percentage of that that you're likely to lose in taxes, in my opinion, is going to go up. And therefore, you need to take proactive steps to minimize the tax on those accounts so that potentially you could even have a tax-free retirement. Now, there's a lot to that story, but what we've done for our listeners is we've created what we call the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And the Retirement Rescue Toolkit is a series of material. There's a book, there's a report, there's an audio piece, and there's an online course that we sign you up for. It's free. 
and that will get you into a lot more of the information that you're sur- that's surrounding this issue of taxes on your retirement accounts. Look, baby boomers, you guys have a completely different retirement than your grandfather had. Your grandfather worked for one, maybe two companies his entire life. He retired, he got a pension for the rest of his life. He never had to worry about investing or anything like that. You don't get that in most cases. You get a 401k, an IRA, a 403b plan. It's up to you to figure it out. And while investing strategy is incredibly important, tax strategy, in my opinion, is equally, if not more important. There's a lien on those assets, and you need to know the steps you can take now to minimize it. So the way you want to get this Retirement Rescue Toolkit, the easiest way, is to text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Again, the word RETIRE to 555-888. Or you can go to quizdan.com, click on the button that says Quiz Dan, and say, Send me my retirement rescue toolkit. Now, when you text us that message, we're going to send you back a link, and then you're going to need to enter your information in there. We send this in the mail. The online course, your access code will be emailed over to you, but the rest of it's going to come in a box. So we need you to put in your address. Don't worry, we're not going to call you. In fact, we don't even ask you for your phone number. We just want to get the information out to you. It's too big to send electronically, you know, file space and all that stuff. So again, get the retirement rescue toolkit. Text the word retire to 555-888. Do it right now. You're going to forget. If you're in the car, pull over. Don't text and drive. Pull over. Text the word retire to 555-888. Get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Learn the things that you need to know to avoid paying taxes on your retirement assets when that time comes. Because I got news for you. The politicians know the size of the 401k assets out there. They don't want to wait for you to die before they get their share. They don't want to wait for you to turn 70 and a half. They want to take a bigger cut now. Well, there's things we can do now to protect ourselves from that. Again, text the word retire to 555-888. This is how you get that retirement rescue toolkit. Text the word retire to 555-888. Text retire to 555-888. Click on that link, fill out the information, and you'll be able to get that toolkit in the mail. Access to the course, all those great resources. Very easy to do that. I will emphasize if you don't have a smartphone, pick up the phone and call instead to request that toolkit. 844-QUIZ-DAN is your number to call. That's 844-784-9326. Much more coming up on today's show. Coming up next, Nikki Early will join us right here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Dan Capril is your local advisor in Cincinnati and Dayton. He's a certified financial planner and the person that you can turn to for guidance and advice in the financial world. His team has offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Call to schedule a complimentary review of your retirement plan by dialing 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. If you need some wealth coaching, some time to discuss how you can better prepare for retirement, then call Dan and the team at Matson and Capril at 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. Perhaps the most famous scene of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit features a game of riddles between Bilbo Baggins and Gollum. Gollum asked Bilbo what devours all things. The answer, of course, is time. Don't let wasted time keep you from a successful retirement. Now back to Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Capril. Welcome to Solving the Financial Puzzle once again. Walter Storholt here with you as Nikki Early now comes into the studio to join us. She is a financial advisor and one of your local wealth coaches here in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas. Nikki, uh, an important member of the team at Matson and Capril, will give Dan a few minutes to rest his voice. Nikki, thanks for being here this week. How are you? I am great. Happy to be here, Walter. Glad to hear that. Looking forward to what we've got to talk about today because we're going to be talking about the guessing game. You know, most people, Nikki, when trying to plan their retirement, have to guess about the answers to some important questions. And I want to talk about some of those questions and why it really needs to be better than just a guess and, and how you help people kind of walk down this road a little bit. And one Sure, of, absolutely. Yeah, and one of the obvious, I think, uh, guesses is people have to try and figure out, you know, how much monthly income am I going to need? And people sort of just take a stab at that number. 
Yeah, they do. And sometimes people really underestimate how much they're going to need in retirement. So when they're walking away from that paycheck, thinking everything's going to be just fine, they actually find themselves living on a much smaller budget than they anticipated. Now, it can also work in the other direction. You could think that you need a lot more income than you're really going to need and then end up working longer than you had to. You know, I don't want to be working to age 67 if I could have retired at age 64. But either way, you have to have a true income plan that helps you avoid a big mistake. What we do here at Matson and Capril is we urge our clients to be very thoughtful about how much they're truly going to need in retirement. Often people they don't even know what they spend today, let alone what they're going to need in the future. So that's really the first step, knowing what you spend today. Sometimes we even have clients go through a little process for a month where we have them write every single cent they spend down. It's a great exercise to see how much they're actually spending, and it also helps clients to see where they're maybe potentially wasting money. So then once they know what they're currently spending, we talk a lot with them about what they want their retirement to look like, what are their goals, how do they want to spend their time. And by doing this, we can help them narrow down in what they're going to need in addition to Social Security or other fixed income sources like pensions that they may have coming in. But at least we're narrowing in on that figure and not guessing so much as to what they're going to need in retirement for income. Yeah, that's a great point. So that's that kind of first guess. How much monthly income will you need? What about this question as we play the guessing game? How much will you need for major purchases? What falls under that category? Well, I think we all know that you're supposed to have the emergency fund, and that's typically, depending on your situation, anywhere between three to six months worth of living expenses. So that's very important. But we don't think about other major purchases that we need to save for, we need to have money for in retirement. You know, if you're living in a home that hasn't had a roof replaced in 15 years, you're likely going to have that expense coming up sooner than later. Who knows? You may need a new heating or air unit. You might have children that are going to get married that you're going to want to help pay for the wedding. And then you might find yourself needing a new car. So you really need to think about those as opposed to just having money for emergencies, because there are some really big fixed expenses that we can expect if we really truly think about it. We're talking with Nikki Early here on Solving the Financial Puzzle about that guessing game, the things in retirement planning that we often just sort of take a stab at, try to guess what the value or what we should probably do. And really, you need a better answer than just taking that guess. One place where I've seen a lot of guesses made, Nikki, and I'm sure you've seen this as well, not only guesses being made, but then really, really bad guesses being made is how much impact inflation is going to have. Yeah, you know, everybody recognizes that things cost more than they used to, but what people don't realize is just how much prices increase over time. So a couple that maybe needs, say, $5,000 per month to cover their lifestyle today, maybe they're age 65. If you think about it, when that couple is 85, they're probably going to need 10000 a month to just have the same purchasing power. Now, a good financial plan is going to factor in inflation, but a really good one should account for the fact that a lot of what we spend our money on in retirement, those costs increase at a higher rate than, say, that 3% figure that everyone typically uses. And so what I'm talking about here, what does increase at a higher rate than 3% is typically healthcare and medical expenses, which we do end up spending a lot of our money on in retirement. And then that leads into our next guessing game or, or our next uh, subject there. But Walter, go ahead. Yeah, and, then, and that is health care costs, the uh, last big element that people often guess on. And if you thought you were wrong about inflation, you could really be wrong about health care. Absolutely. Now, there are two notable industries in America where the costs are increasing at a rate faster than inflation, and that is higher education and health care. Now, probably college tuition isn't going to affect your retirement. You never know if you're wanting to help pay for grandkids. But healthcare 
almost certainly will. Now, we have a lot of clients who have a gap between the time they'd like to retire and when they are eligible for Medicare. Premiums can be very expensive, and if you're purchasing your insurance through the exchange, deductibles can be super high. So that has to be taken into account. Now, in addition, it is estimated that a couple who reaches age 65 will spend over 250000 in their lifetime on medical expenses. Now, this is just regular medical expenses. That figure does not include long-term care, which unfortunately brings me to another point. We are all, regardless of age, no matter what our age is, we have a 50% chance of needing some form of long-term care in our lifetime. Now, once we reach age 65, Walter, that percentage goes up to 70% chance of needing long-term care. So this expense can be devastating in retirement. You really have to plan for the likelihood that you might need this type of care. And again, we just don't want to guess. We need to make plans around this. And if people want to come in and and meet with you, Nikki, or learn more about these kinds of things, whether it be the guessing game or just the impact of some of these things like inflation and how to properly plan for income in retirement, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Well, they can certainly text the word retire to 555-888 and give us their information. We'll certainly contact them, send them out one of our retirement toolkits, or they can just give us a call. If they really want to just come in and talk about some of their concerns and some of the things that they are maybe guessing about in retirement, then we'd certainly love to sit down with them. And you have that number, Walter, right? Yep. Again, that's if you want to text, you can text the word retire to 555-888 and you'll get the retirement rest toolkit when you click on the link and fill out the information just text the word retire to 555-888 and that number to call is very easy to remember 844-QUIZ-DAN 844-784-9326 that's 844-QUIZ-DAN well Nikki thanks as always for your help on the show this week we'll look forward to talking to you again soon All right. Thank you, Walter. Absolutely. That's Nikki Early, Wealth Coach, right here at Matson and Capril in Cincinnati and Dayton. Text the word retire to 555-888 for the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Or you can call 844-QUIZ-DAN. Dan, speaking of which, will be back in the studio in just a moment. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. Puzzles go by a lot of names. There are jigsaw puzzles, crosswords, word searches, sudoku, anagrams, trivia, riddles, brain teasers, brain bashers, brain twisters, brain knitters, knotters, and bogglers. You get the idea. It's kind of like financial planners and advisors. A lot of people call themselves a financial advisor, but there are often a lot of differences between these people. Some only sell insurance, some are RIAs, some can't sell stocks, some are RFCs, some are IRA experts, some are chartered retirement planning counselors. The list goes on and on. It can be difficult to know who's really a financial planner. Who really is going to make decisions in your best interest rather than just what's suitable for you? That's why it's important that you know Dan Capril is a certified financial planner, or CFP for short. CFPs make a career-long commitment to meet the ever-changing needs of their clients. That's the kind of person you want to work with when planning for retirement. So forget all those other riddlers in the financial world and work with the best. Contact Dan Capril at 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. What's black, white, and red all over? It's the newspaper, but it should be your financial plan. Be sure you have a clear understanding of your finances. Keep listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle. You're listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt here with you alongside Dan Capril. He's your local wealth coach in Cincinnati and Dayton with offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Dan is the president of Matson and Capril. He's also a certified financial planner as well. Find out all about him by going to quizdan.com. That's quizdan.com. And of course, you can always call 844 844- quiz Dan to set up a time to meet for a one-on-one review of your particular plan. You know, Dan, when it comes to investing, most people end up having two voices 
in their heads. Just like, uh, you know, the cartoons you've seen throughout your life where somebody's faced with this moral dilemma and they have that angel on angel one shoulder. Devil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> devil on the other shoulder. So with investing, it's a very similar kind of thing, except you've got the voice of wisdom on one shoulder battling the voice of greed on the other. I think we all kind of know wisdom maybe when we see it, but greed can sometimes be a little bit harder to spot. So what I want to do is look at some statements we might hear from greed so that we can recognize it when we hear it and kind of know what to do. So I'll give you the the greed statement and you kind of give us the skinny on it. All right, so here's one. The market is doing great right now. This is a good time to invest a little more aggressively so you can take advantage of the growth. Yeah, I mean, look, we are wired to avoid pain and seek pleasure. And when there's moments where pleasure is a plenty, it's very easy to anticipate that maybe there's some trend going on. So in the case of investing, you know, we kind of buy into what is ultimately a myth that because the market was up last month and the month before, it's going to be up this month. It's kind of like the, the myth that just because a guy hit his last three shots, he's going to hit his fourth. The statistics do not bear that out. Basically, at the end of the game, he's going to have the same shooting percentage that he usually has within a you know, couple of points here or there. Hot streaks really don't exist. and They really don't exist in investing. Because understand this, while markets may be going up because of good news, bad news can come at a drop of a dime. And markets are always going to react to news. So as long as news is unpredictable, so too are markets. You need to stay disciplined to the point where when you do have above average returns in a certain asset class, like let's say it's large U.S. stocks, you want to rebalance your portfolio. You want to actually do the opposite of what you're inclined to do. You're inclined to put more money in that one asset class when in reality what you want to do is sell a little bit of it, take some of that gain and put it into something else that by comparison, hasn't been doing as well. And if you do that, you not only increase your chances long-term for higher rates of return, more importantly, you keep your volatility in check. So, you know, be very mindful. That's why, like, when we rebalance clients' portfolios, it's done automatically. I mean, it's just a set date and time, and it's done. We're not going to let human nature kick in and say, oh, you know, large caps are really soaring. Let's continue with that. We have absolutely no evidence that last month's now, results are going to influence this month's at all. So just be very careful about that. Yep, good point. So that's the voice of greed. I'm trying to imagine what actor would play the uh, the voice of greed in this scenario. I'm having trouble picturing if it's a Morgan Freeman-type voice or if it's a little bit more like Weasley-type voice that, that might, you know, peer in here. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried. That, okay, so that's exactly what I started to think of, yes. Yeah, okay. yeah that would be the voice of greed. I, I, would, I won't try and do an impression. I was, I was thinking about it, but nah, I'll avoid that. Yeah, you know, John Lovitz would be a good one, too. You Lots know, of good options. Like the yeah, devil okay. and Saturday Night Live. That's uh, possible. <laughs> yeah. All right, so another statement we might hear from Gilbert Gottfried, uh, or I should say the voice of greed. That guy on CNBC seems to know what he's talking about. You should follow his advice quickly before everybody else figures it out, too. Yeah, this is my favorite one because, come on, let's be candid here. If that guy knew for one second what he was talking about, would he be telling you on TV for free? Of course not. But could it be that he already owns those stocks and he knows by telling you there's an excellent chance of them moving up because other people will take that as an indication he knows what he's talking about and they'll go out and buy it? Yeah, I think that's really the case. Now, look, everything, again, we know is already factored into the price. But again, let's just be cynical about this. It's good to be a cynical person once in a while. And in this instance here, there is absolutely no way they would tell. In fact, it would be, not only would it be illegal, it would be malpractice to their existing clients for them to give away that information. So, yeah, look, financial media, for the most part, this program, with the exception, of course, most financial media out there is completely worthless because most financial media out there is all about trying to predict the future and it can't be done. Don't even try it. Everything we already know about any stock, it's already factored into today's price. It's what we don't know that's going to move it. So the fact that that guy is going to tell you anything is, is about as meaningless as you possibly can hear. You know, discussions about tax strategies and, and things you can do for more broader diversification, um, avoiding the problems with stock picking, that's useful information. But unfortunately, the financial media doesn't cover it too much because they view it as boring. It's much easier to talk about, you know, the 10 hot stocks to buy now. You know, you're going to have more eyeballs, but it's worthless information.
It, it really is. So just be mindful of that. There's, there's a reason there are over 300 cable channels. And this is one of them. When that type of stuff comes up, just click off and go go watch sports. Hmm. Yeah. We can get glued to the TV, and then it starts to really uh, convince us of things that maybe aren't true or leads us to it's in like wrong the home directions. shopping network, yeah. for crying out loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Your mind's just turning to mush as you watch it sometimes. But, uh, yeah. It, and, and that's that's really unfortunate. Something else that can catch up with this is uh, our old friend Envy. And greed mm, and envy yeah. go really uh, hand in they're hand. They're cousins. They're cousins, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're, they're cousins. And that's why you'll hear greed often suggest to you, you know, the couple next door has a lot more money saved than you do. You need to hit some yeah. home runs over the next couple of years so you can catch up. Yeah, the old, you know, keeping up with the Jones thing. First of all, you have absolutely no idea what the what the next-door neighbor really is doing. I mean, they could be in massive amounts of debt. They may have had a, a major inheritance. Who knows? The reality is, who cares? It's your life. We have to remember that this is a marathon. And in the end, what the stuff you have really isn't going to be all that meaningful. But, you know, I've worked with neighbors. <laughs> and uh, it's surprising sometimes when you see what the reality is. So just, just be careful about that. Um, life's not about stuff. But, you know, if you're prudently building up your net worth, that's smart. Look, the new status symbol is not the car in your driveway. The new status symbol is your house being paid off. And you're never going to talk about it. And that's good. So keep doing your thing. Don't worry about what, what your neighbors are doing. Chances are whatever they're doing, you either couldn't replicate or you wouldn't want to. So just live your life. Focus on your goals, your priorities. Make sure you're investing in a consistent way that's true with your purpose for money, not somebody else's. A lot of people have different opinions of how much to keep in an emergency fund. The voice of greed certainly has its own opinion on the topic, as you might hear it pipe up from time to time saying, you know what, that emergency fund you've got at the bank, it's not making any money. You should invest it instead of having money in the bank just collecting dust. Well, I mean, it is collecting dust to the standpoint that it isn't going to grow much at all. But why is it there? It's there in case you have an emergency. Now, if you've got more than, say, six months of living expenses, yeah, you probably should consider maybe putting some of that in the long run. But you want to be able to get your hands on it right away. You know, I have seen examples where people have cash reserves, but they also have a lot of credit card debt. Well, in that instance, I wouldn't mind seeing you move some of that cash reserve to pay off the credit card debt because you know the credit card's charging a hell of a lot more than what the bank is crediting your cash. So if you want to grow your net worth, you know, you retire that debt. But remember, it's there for an emergency. Cash may not pay a lot, but it, as of now, has never paid negative. And that's what we're trying to do. That's the purpose of the reserve. So we keep just a limited amount in there so that the loss of purchasing power doesn't hurt us too much. But at the same time, it's there for a reason. It's there to keep you out of debt. Imagine putting all of your cash reserves in a stock and then you needing it and suddenly the stock's down 20%. It just defeated the purpose of what you were trying to do. So there's room in your portfolio for aggressive investments probably, but not 100% of your money. And a cash reserve is a key element to keeping you out of debt long term. All right, we're hammering this greed concept pretty well, but let's do one last one to put a bow on the conversation, Dan. You're much better off, this is the voice of greed again, you're much mm -hmm. better off to do everything by yourself instead of paying anybody to help. You know, from a purely numerical standpoint, that statement's probably accurate because it's always going to be cheaper for you to do it yourself rather than having somebody else do it. And we live in an age today with the internet where, you know, it's not like financial advisors have a monopoly on information or product. We don't. There's only, quite frankly, one major reason, in my opinion, why working with someone is a good idea. And that is, in most cases, it enforces a level of discipline that you tend to be lacking on your own, which ultimately translates into higher peace of mind. So, for example, when I had some um, blood sugar issues, let's say a couple of years ago, I recognize, you know, who I am and what I like to do and what I like to eat. And I realize going it alone probably would be a challenge. And I refused to give in to medication. So I said, no, I'm going to beat this and I'm going to do it by having the proper lifestyle. But I knew after, you know, 50 years of ingrained habits, I was going to need somebody to guide me there. And that's what I did. I, you know, I got... I got a trainer, I got a dietitian, and then I found a doctor who would work with me every three months, and that made a huge difference in my life. Could I have done it without them? Theoretically, yeah. Practically speaking, no, I'd be on medication today. I know that about myself. So 
understand that the role of, of the advisor goes far beyond just the expertise. Now, the expertise are important. I mean, I met a lot of clients over the years who are fairly knowledgeable in investments, but where they're lacking is in things like taxes, where they're lacking is things in, in like risk management, estate planning. The role of a great advisor goes far beyond just investments. Often, too, the, the math that I see do-it-yourself investors are utilizing their planning is wrong. So you have to be aware that there's many ways that your retirement can suffer. And what we've done is we've created a system for listeners to at least be aware of what those threats are so that they can avoid them. And that's why we call it the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. We want to help you rescue yourself from a lot of the potential mistakes that people make. So I highly recommend all of our listeners get a copy of the toolkit. We, we, it's free. We develop it specifically for our listeners. It's literally a box of great information. And then there's also an online course, which we register all people for who sign up or who order the kit. It's very easy to get the kit. All you have to do, if you've got a smartphone and you like to text, text the word retire to 555-888. That's triple five triple eight. the word retire. And when you do that, I will send you back a link. You click on the link, you enter in your information, and boom, the kit's going to be mailed out to you in a couple of days. Another way that you could do it is you could go to um, quizdan.com. And on quizdan.com, our website, there's a button on there. It says Quiz Dan. Click the button and just say, send me my retirement rescue toolkit, and we'll get back to you. We'll need your mailing information and stuff like that because we're actually going to mail it out. But this is very useful information that is going to help you with a lot of these issues. And some of the issues are psychological. You know, one of the chapters in our book is called Your Brain is Messed Up. And what it discusses is the issues of behavioral finance. The fact of the matter is that we are not wired to always make the right decisions financially. And a good advisor is going to help you acknowledge that. So just like I am not naturally wired to avoid chocolate, I am naturally wired to seek chocolate out. But a good advisor, good doctor, et cetera, put, help me put the mechanisms in place. In many cases, it's just getting that stuff out of my house that forced me to, to eat right and to do things properly. So get a copy of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. I cannot emphasize enough. They have literally been flying off the shelves here, and we're thrilled about that. And we're always looking to enhance them and make them better. So again, text the word retire to 555-888. Get a copy of your Retirement Rescue Toolkit. If anything, you're going to learn a great deal about the strategies that you can take to protect your 401k and your IRA assets from future taxation. This is, again, what you need to do. You text the word retire to 555-888. Text retire to 555-888. Click on the link and fill out your information, and you'll get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit that way. Really fantastic resources. Uh, make sure you get your hands on this. This is a, an entire toolkit that Dan is going to mail to you. Text the word retire to 555-888. And if you don't have a smartphone, the whole link thing won't work because you don't have connection to the internet and all that kind of stuff. So if you just have a, a landline or a normal flip phone, that kind of thing, pick up, I don't know if people still have flip phones, but I'm sure they're out there. 844-QUIZ-DAN is your number to call instead, and you can request the toolkit that way. 844-784-9326. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're not done yet. In fact, Tales from the Tax Side is coming up next. Stay tuned. It's okay to admit it. Sometimes you need a little help solving the crossword puzzle in the paper, like 44 across. Something is rotten in Denmark. If you've never heard that phrase or read Hamlet, you'd be lost. So you might ask the person next to you in the waiting room, another passenger in the car, or even turn to Google. Eventually, you'd learn that it's another way of saying something smells fishy, or as the actual answer puts it, I smell a rat. We all need a little help solving puzzles from time to time, and it's no different in the financial world. That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to help you solve the financial puzzle in your life. Turn to him and ask the questions that bog you down. Tell him about how you're struggling to go from point A to point B in your planning process, and he'll help you figure it all out. Just call 844-784-9326. 844-784-9326. 844-QUIZ-DAN. To get started today. We know you did it. Lurking in the shadows and hiding in every investable asset. There is no escaping from... 
Tales from the Tax Side with Dan Cabril. Well, that means it's time for one of our favorite parts of the show. It is Tales from the Tax Side, a great story from the tax world. We often hear a story about maybe a famous person, celebrity, musician, athlete, or or just some big name out there, and then we'll apply it maybe to your particular situation, or at least apply it to everyday life. And I think we're talking sports this week, because I see yeah, the headline well, of our story is Hut Hut Hike to your well, tax we're going to talk about one of my favorite things and one of my least favorite things. Oh, okay. So one of my favorite things is football, although I will admit I am less and less of a fan of the NFL than I used to be. I'm much more of a college fan for a number of reasons. But one of my least favorite things, if you listen to this show enough, is politicians. And unfortunately, uh, football and politicians are as in bed with each other as much as you can get. And it's largely because the way professional sports has evolved, more and more teams are essentially holding their home cities hostage to build them stadiums. We had a, such an issue here in Cincinnati that cost the taxpayers millions. You've got situations like in, in Dallas where you be you know you built Jerry's World. In fact, the last football stadium I can remember that was um, that was built uh, without any type of uh, taxpayer money was the one in Miami. Uh, Joe Robbie built it before he passed away. He was the original owner of the Miami Dolphins, and you know sadly they took his name off the building after he died and sold it. You know to I don't even know what company is has that stadium now. But I always felt just simply because of the fact that he paid for that stadium with his own money. He should be allowed to to keep his name on there. But cities want to keep NFL teams. Politicians especially want to keep NFL teams. But we all know recent examples. You know, we had the Browns go to Baltimore. And to make matters worse, they go to Baltimore and then shortly thereafter win a Super Bowl, something obviously Cleveland would have been starved to have. (laughs) We had the Oilers go to uh, Tennessee to become the Titans. You got the Rams who started in L.A., coming back to uh, going to St. Louis and then going back to L.A., although I think even before that, I think at one time the Rams might have been in Chicago a long, long time ago. And this is all about stadium deals. That's what this whole thing is about. And what will typically happen is the while the team may agree to pay a little bit of it, they rarely pay for it all, and the city is left holding the bag for the result, for the rest of it. So, for example, in St. Louis, that uh, dome stadium there still has nine years to go to be paid off. Oh, wow. And the, and the major tenant's gone, <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah. But, it, you know, from a politician's, though, they're, they'll do anything because they think that it's going to make a big difference in their city. It doesn't. Studies show again and again that the presence of an NFL team, that it is not the major boost to the economy that the politicians lead you to believe. I know in Cincinnati, for example, the biggest scam of all is the local politicians trying to convince that it made sense to spend $100 million on a streetcar that is so darn slow, even the newspaper admitted you could walk the route of the streetcar faster. And the streetcar itself only goes a short distance. And then admitted, oh, and it's not even going to run in the black. But for some reason, they were convinced the city needed it when in reality, they didn't. So this is what happens time and again. And of course, eventually, we wake up to the reality that it's not working. It's just like the so-called Affordable Health Care Act. And every major unbiased, intelligent economist would have told you what would have happened with that bill. In fact, I fully believe that the people who were behind the bill knew exactly what would happen too, because their ultimate goal was to get single-payer plans. So they said, well, at least we'll, we'll pass something that's horrible. And then when that crashes and burns, we'll have no, you know, no choice else but to have the government come in and bail it all out through a single-payer plan. This is why I personally despise politicians, because they're playing with somebody else's money. They're not playing with their own money. They're playing with your money. Most of these guys did not make a lot of money in their life. And so that to show the power that they need to have, they're constantly coming up with spending bills. And as a result, you get left holding it. And this is becoming a bigger concern of mine going forward here. You've got politicians now talking about free college tuition. Mm. Where do you think the money for that's going to come from? We ain't got it, folks. We don't. As a country, we are broke. And unless we do something about spending, we're going to be in serious trouble. Well, that's just one man's opinion. I know this, though. They'll have no problems with raising your taxes. And if you're retired, your biggest threat is going to be the lien that they're going to assess on your 401k and your IRA accounts. And that money could grow. Look, in the history of the United States, the average top marginal tax bracket is 62%. Right now, it's only 39.6. And don't think for one second they're only going to go after billionaires. 
folks, there aren't enough of them out there to make a difference. They have to go after the middle class because that's where the money is. So I'm becoming more and more concerned about this. This is why we always have this segment. You know, I would much rather spend our time talking about ways to get wealthy, how to invest properly. And we do some of that on this show. But I'm more focused on helping you to protect what you already have from the IRS, from Congress, from sleazy politicians. And you know what? In my book, they're all sleazy. Sorry. Don't mean to offend anybody. Unless you're a politician, then they have every intention of offending you. <laughs> Let's do something about this, folks. Let's learn the things that we need to learn to protect ourselves. And that's why for the listeners of this program, we created the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. It's there to help you rescue your retirement from all those threats that are out there. The biggest one, of course, is taxes, but the toolkit gets into far more than that. Order a copy of this. There's no cost. We'll send it out to you happily. We've just produced in a video course, an online video course as well. So in addition to the materials that are there, if you don't want to read them, just watch the course. But you got to order the kit to get it. So how do you do it? Very simple. Text the word retire to 555-888-555-888. Now when you do that, you're going to get a response back from me. And I'll have a little link. You got to press on the link and then a page pops up on your phone. And you then enter in your information. You got to give us, tell us who you are and where to send it because it literally will go out to you in the mail. You're going to get a box. It's a big box. It's full of great stuff. Looks like a pizza box, actually. And you'll have a book in there. Our book, Retirement Rescue, will be in there. Our audio CD called Tax-Free Retirement will be in there. A couple of free reports will be in there. And then you'll also receive via email, you'll receive a link to our um, uh, Tax-Free Retirement course. Now, this is a pre-recorded course, so it's taught in three parts. And you just simply click on there, and then you, you can access it at your leisure. Folks, get a copy of this information. This is what you need. You need to understand what you're up against. Baby boomers, our retirement is not the retirement that our grandfathers had. This is something entirely different. We have these accounts that, yeah, on the one hand, they're good because you can grow them and you can leave assets to your heirs. But the onus is on you to do the right things. It's not on your employer. It's on you. And you want to understand what the options are. And you need to understand what your biggest threats are. Market volatility is a threat. Inflation is a threat. The cost of health care is a threat. Taxes are a huge threat. These are all the things that we talk about, the strategies that you can employ in the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. So again, get a copy of it. Text the word retire to 555-888 or go to quizdan.com. If you go to quizdan.com and click on the button that says Quiz Dan, you can request your retirement toolkit. But get this information now, folks. If you don't get it, you know, you're just going to run the risk of, of being vulnerable to a politician. Like a city that's lost its football team, you could lose your retirement, and we don't want that at all. Again, text the word retire to 555-888 or give our office a call at 844-QUIZ-DAN. 844-QUIZ-DAN. Request it then. We'll get it out to you right away. Again, what you do is you text the word RETIRE to 555-888. RETIRE. Put that in the message field. Text it to the number 555-888. Click on the link that we'll send right back to you and fill out your information. You'll get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit that way. And if you don't have a smartphone, pick up the phone and call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. 844-QUIZ-DAN. Well, Dan, it's been a pleasure talking with you again here on the program each and every week. It's always fun, and we'll look forward to doing it again next week. You too, Walter. Everybody have a fantastic week. Absolutely. That's Dan Capril, your certified financial planner, local wealth coach right here in Cincinnati and Dayton. Don't forget to get your own Retirement Rescue Toolkit by texting the word RETIRE to 555-888 or by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of MPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, 
Call 800-353-7923.